And there's a climate change rally happening now in Vancouver. So how do you feel about this? Does this make you engage on on climate change? Do you feel like this is effective? Do you feel like this is like the way to mobilize against climate change? I like I I believe in climate change. I think that we need to be better and find solutions to climate change. I think it is potentially the greatest threat to us and to everybody. Uh, it, it, fine, whatever you will believe about climate, fine. I, what I want to get to though is. Do you, how do you feel about the people protesting and is this like an effective way to deal with it? Because I'm not so, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm open to the idea of it, but I also wonder if there are better ways to, uh, to work towards ending or, you know, slowing climate change. Uh, here now to discuss this idea, PhD candidate in communications at SFU, Kamyar Razavi. Hi, thanks for being here. I appreciate your time today. Hi, thanks very much for having me. What do we think about um, these type of, of demonstrations, a climate change rally happening in Vancouver? I think that people are um, in favor of, of fighting back against climate change, and we want action on climate change. But also, I'm not sure that this is necessarily the right way to get it through protesting and demonstrations. Now, this is at the art gallery, so I know it's not like blocking the highway and stuff, like th- like things that we've seen before. But wh- where do you net out on this? Where do you land on on these type of things? Well, I think these type of protests show that there's a growing uh, thirst in our society, a growing demand in our society to address this problem, um, and address this problem now. Uh, it used to be that uh, news stories or any kind of conversation around climate change was around polar bears and the poor polar bears, uh, and then that, uh, you know, there was also debate about whether climate change is real or not. Those kind of conversations aren't really happening anymore. Um, there's also a lot of discussion around all of the alarming uh, doom and gloom things that happen if the planet you know, reaches those tipping points. What I think is missing and has been missing in the, in the climate change conversation and we're seeing now is a real push, as you said in the intro, to look at what can we do about it? Literally, what on earth can we do about this? What are the solutions? And I think the fact that these rallies are happening is, is a rally, a, literally a rallying cry to push politicians in Canada and abroad to move from rhetoric to action. Um, And I think that's what we're seeing here. I like that. I like the way that you sort of put that. Let's move from rhetoric to action, because it feels like a lot of the sort of action that we have seen is all sort of, I don't want to say too little too late, because I think it all makes a difference. And, you know, you do a bunch of little things and that kind of adds up adds up to a big thing. Um, So I do like that idea. How do you feel that the public, the general public, people who just are kind of downtown and maybe see these protests or even people who have been disrupted by protests or marches or demonstrations in the past, how do you think the public interprets these type of things? That's a great question. I think the public is starting to appreciate these type of events so long as they don't cause massive disruptions or um, destroy valuable works of art. Uh, I think the public doesn't have as much appetite for that. But uh, I believe that the climate rallies that are taking place across North America this weekend are being met with greater 
appreciation and acceptance by the public because the public is seeing firsthand the effects of climate change uh, where they live. It's not a, a future story anymore. It's not a hypothetical. It's not something that just happens in the Arctic to the polar bears or in poorer countries. I mean, here in BC, we saw the impact of climate change up front. And there's real trepidation and nervousness and even alarm in society that's growing. And so these rallies are reflective of that. And uh, I think there's greater acceptance for them in ways that maybe in the past there wasn't. Yeah, I certainly agree with you there that it has uh, come. I don't want to. It's like come to our doorstep, you know, and I suppose that in a, in a sense it always kind of has been. But you are you are right. You know, there used to be this idea of climate change as a future problem. And then this summer, you know, our entire province was on fire. And we can very clearly trace that to to climate change. And it's also like it's hitting our pocket books like it's hitting insurance it's hitting all and it's it's going to have these dramatic effects so i like the idea that people are mobilizing taking it more seriously like we say we want action we don't want rhetoric um I just I wonder if sometimes uh, protest movements like this and granted I'm in the studio I haven't gone down to to witness what's happening firsthand there, but it, it does it does it still sort of tie in with that um, the idea of like uh, I don't know peace marches and protests that kind of the people who show up at protests that it brings about a certain you know type of person who. Uh, I guess I just want a movement like this to feel like very credible and uh, professional. And I just wonder if this is, the you know, I'm in favor of emailing your MP, phoning your MP and, and getting involved. And I wonder if protesting is the right way to do that. I'm not saying it's not, but I just I wonder if it is. Yeah, well, climate protests have been controversial and they're seen still with a certain degree of skepticism uh, that, you know, these are tree huggers and, um, you know, people on the fringe. I think that's really changing. And if you just to normalize the idea of public participation in important social matters, I mean, think about the civil rights movement, which we hold mm. in uh, fond regard now. Sure. Yeah. Seven years later. Think about the, uh, the protests that happened in New York City in the 80s um, by uh, AIDS activists to compel uh, Ronald Reagan's government to allow AIDS drugs and research to happen. I mean, all of these big social changes, the orange revolutions in Europe, uh, the um, Tahrir Square uprising in Egypt, all of these things happened uh, and brought about change because people, ordinary people, turned out en masse on the streets. And so you, research has shown that you need somewhere between 3 to 5% of the population to actively engage in a civil action, peaceful civil action, for the dial to actually turn. I don't think we're there yet with climate. I think the appetite is growing. I think the public's patience with these events is uh, growing as we see climate change right here at home. Um, and I think you're going to start to see a larger cross-segment of the population participating in these kind of events um, as opposed to the, the perceived conventional tree huggers and left-wing activists that we still associate with climate movement. Yeah, I, I think you're right, and I, I hope you're right as well. That is uh, uh, Kamyar Razavi. He is a PhD candidate in communications at SFU. I'd love to know where you net out on this. Uh, these protests that aren't affecting your day. I'm not talking about the people that are, you know, gluing themselves to the highway, but people that are, you know, trying to mobilize and trying to get this message out. Um, it's the beginning of something. I, I, I do agree with that. Uh, call the buzz line, 331-BUZZ, and leave a message or send me an email, scott at cknw.com. Thanks so much for your time this afternoon, Kamyar. I appreciate it. No problem. Thanks again.